You are listening to the Open Mic Comedy Show, recorded live June 14th, 2021 at the Colorado Comedy Show's Virtual Event Center. Tonight's comedians include Jake Hovis, Tracy Simon, Bruce Lipsky, John O'Keefe, Paul Kilmer, Paula Maddox, and Jeffrey Burden II. Now, get ready to laugh with your host, Mike Langworthy, in five, four, three. Uh, folks who are gathered here or might be joining us around the world, listening on the Spotify or whatnot, would you please welcome to our stage the one and only Mr. Mike Langworthy. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Big and... round of applause, everybody. Big round of applause. Well, yes. Um, how is everybody tonight? How high Better is everybody? Better than most. I actually, I usually don't care. <laughs> and, um, and the honest truth is that comics, as a general rule, don't care. So when they say, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? They don't give a fuck how you're doing. Just get used to that. <laughs> you're new to the audience gate. Um, some will lie and say that they're trying to uh, gauge the audience or some crap like that. Um, I can't seem to find my fucking picture. Um, where's my, uh, how come there's no uh, video? Of oh, welcome to Old Man Using Zoom. I'm going to try to help Mike Langworthy, everybody. Oh, that's really funny, Chuck, because I, I just put, I texted, I put in the, the acts in my text, but I don't see the pictures. Right. Um, well, it looks like Paula Maddox and John O'Keefe will be coming up. Um, whose picture would you like to see, my friend? Um, well, I'd like to see mine at the moment. Huh. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't click on anything that should have. They spotted light in my video, but where's? This really is old man doing. Right. Yeah. It's uh, compelling. Lots of great comments in the YouTube chat. You wouldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm probably, it's probably heat stroke because it was 100 degrees in Denver today. And I went to the park with my dog twice. And you know that it's hot when your puppy doesn't want to play. That is, that's the day. That is hot. Yeah. Like my, my dog loves to chase these tennis balls that you throw on a plastic thing called a launcher. And, and uh, we went out to the park and she like chased after one ball and then she just laid down. It was like, I'm done. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, uh, and I don't usually think that, and I'm, you know, first of all, I don't like dog material. It's like very hacky to me. And so I, I don't write any jokes about dogs, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I'm doing this with the dog, right? Throwing the, throwing the thing and the dog just lies down and it looks at me like you're kidding, right? I'm not going, I'm not going over there. It's just ridiculous. Um, and then, uh, uh, another dog walks up to sniff her out and she's so hot. She doesn't <laughs> even bother to roll over to let the other dog sniff her. It's just like, and then the dog that's trying to sniff her says, you know what, I, I, I'm not into it anymore anyway. So there, there I am. One more time. Um, anyway, I'm just saying it was, you know, it was a long day. And, um, and everybody was asking me how I was doing every place else. I I'm pretty sure it's not because they're trying to be friendly. I'm pretty sure they were afraid that I was going to drop dead while I was in front of them and they were going to have to do something, maybe and resuscitate me. And uh, to borrow from Richard Pryor's immortal first movie, if, if uh, the alternative is mouth to mouth, I'm not going to make it. So uh, anyway, that's what was my, what my day was like. Uh, and uh, yes, you're very perceptive. It wasn't funny. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring our first act on. Why? Because third base. Anyway. Um, <laughs> these are just references for me at this point i'm just being randomly ridiculous so um please welcome uh, a, a, someone who's just returning from a, a sort of hiatus from our from our open mic and i'm glad to see you here tonight 
be, give me a warm round of applause for Paula Maddox, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. Paula. Hello, hello, everybody. Well, thank you, Mike, and thank you, Chuck, for hosting these mics every week. I really appreciate it. Um, my addiction thanks you, too, if I'm being brutally <laughs> honest. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since I started doing comedy, it, it feels like waiting for my dealer back in the day, you know, waiting for him to answer the phone or for the light to be on at his house or, you know, this yeah. is the only drug that replicates that feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just had a surge of adrenaline a few seconds ago or minutes ago when Chuck said my name is next up. I hadn't heard that news yet. And I was like, all right, we're ready to go, bitch. You know, it's exciting. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I can see the older you get, the harder it is to get a new addiction that's effective, you know, because because you start woofing your tweeter after a little while, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if it doesn't work right, you know what a woofer is? Everybody has one. Do you guys know what a woofer is? No. Yeah? No? Oh, yeah. It, it's that thing inside of you when, when the hit's kicking in and you're like, woo, that's your woofer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No. And you don't want to tweak it too much because then it quits working as effective, you know, and then you got a big old side problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard out here for a bitch. Can I tell you? Like, man. <laughs> yeah. So this Zoom comedy is great, man, because I can hit that shit fucking four or five times a day if I was loyal, you know, like, that's good. It's really good, you know. I got to watch it with the addictions because honestly, the last time I let an addiction sneak up on me, um, it was donuts. So, <laughs> yeah. so bad, you guys. Man, there is nothing in my podunk town, nothing cool, but there's a fucking donut shop that's open 24 fucking hours a day. <laughs> that's no good. No good because all the good crack houses close at Senna. But this <laughs> motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Hey, I would I would probably uh, rent a room next to it. Well, you know, bitches got to hustle, so shit, man. Yeah, it's all good. I I I can't go to rehab for that kind of addiction because nothing exists for that except you know, you know. Now this 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 private shame is now public. So hey, there we go. You know, if nothing else, I'm getting my shadows out of the closet and. It's uh, oh, so bad. So bad. <laughs> Pandemic times. You know, it's stressful. Right. It's really stressful. So the addiction helps. Um, watching a lot of um, binging shows is nice, you know, um, but I noticed I was watching that intervention show all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it showed me all the signs and symptoms of what an addiction is for people. And then I realized that I was feeling all of them all at once. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Didn't make me feel good at all, man. Mm -hmm. at all. So I'm going to go back to my favorite show. It's it's a stalwart. Makes me feel good every fucking day. And it's that 600-pound life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm those bitches goal weight, man. And I dig it. I dig it every day. <laughs> every goddamn day. God. Man, people are spoiled nowadays with all this entertainment at your fingertips. And it's not naughty. I mean, back in the day, you only got that kind of, you know. Nowadays, you can get anything. It's kind of scary spooky yeah speaking of spooky y'all need to be careful out there there's a lot of shit they don't warn people about you know like dangerous shit can befall you um like i accidentally locked myself up kind of on purpose you know because i wanted to get married and have kids and shit um bad idea so fucking bad y'all so bad yeah. except the cool thing the kids weren't bastards so hey I, I knocked that out of the park you know yeah 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 and they all had the same dad so that was cool you know, I, I appreciated that very much. Yeah. But there is a very good reason they don't put pregnancy on the list of STDs, y'all. Very good reason. Yeah. So that Mother Nature can find her fools faster. So y'all got to be careful. You know, like literally be fucking careful. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know about you. My STDs are going to last way longer than the ones in the book does. You know, because yeah. I didn't get one of those. But I caught three kids. Yeah. <laughs> Not good at all. So, yeah, I like to warn people about that because because some decisions last forever, man, and they talk back too. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, I wonder if the other uh, STDs talk bad as bad as mine do. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Food for thought. All right, you guys, have a good night. Stay safe. Take your birth control and stay out of this fucking parenthood, y'all. Have a good night. Thank you. Follow <laughs> Maddox. Oh, man. Yeah, um, 
every once in a while you get a comic who is um, so desperate to perform in the United States that he moves to a country that's four hours later than uh, the earliest time uh, in the United States. So our next performer is that guy. He's just, he's a little needy. I think he'll be able to tell when he's on stage. Very funny <laughs> uh, in his own right. Uh, moved to Ireland and um, actually cultivated a uh, Barry Fitzgerald from Going My Way accent just to see if we could prove it to him. Toity-toity-toity-toity, <laughs> <laughs> please welcome John O'Keefe. Ah, uh, thank you, Mike. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it was about time my neediness got addressed. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. It's so obvious. It's fucking 3 a.m. here. I think it's five hours. I think that's the closest time zone to me. So here's a weird thing to start off with. Rock, paper, scissors. Do you like it? Are you fans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Who Huge doesn't fan. like rock, paper, scissors? I think, it's a, I, think it's a, I think it's a good game because there's only three rules, right? So even a fucking moron child can understand how to play it. Now, I didn't fully get it as a child. Um, because a child in my class taught me that rock defeats everything. No questions asked. The kid's a genius because he ruined the game for a whole class of kids. He taught us we could never lose. So we all chose rock. We all said we won. And now we all rent. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, you know how it goes. I think the game is dumb, though. I mean, here's my problem with it. Why wouldn't rock beat paper? What paper covers rock? Fine. What happens when it rains? Paper gets ruined. Erosion takes time. And uh, <laughs> think about it. And listen, listen. Just think. Okay, if you don't think rock beats paper, here's a test. All right. Just hold a sheet of paper up to your face and then have your ex throw a rock at it. Hello. <laughs> rock beats paper because people don't forget. And if you still don't think rock defeats paper, you've clearly never met a crackhead because uh, paper, doesn't, paper doesn't beat rock. It buys rock. Um, I'm really sticking to, the, sticking to the man tonight. Here's another phenomenon I don't understand that's tenuously linked to adult coloring books. Like, what is that? You, Eddie, you got this fucking thing, adult coloring books. I mean, I got nothing against it, but I think it's just middle class people trying to color away their fear of dying. <sighs> you guys like you guys know uh, why are adults coloring in? Like I know kids do it to master their wrist and hand control. But I mean, I, 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 I mastered all that as a teenager. I'm still quite prolific. <laughs> you know what I mean, why would I need to color in? I've, I've, I've got a down pat. Um, they're marketed to be therapeutic, and I think they are suitable for people without ambition. Because, like, why learn to paint or sketch when you could decide what color to make a frog? Like, you know, I've been thinking about this, and I think adult coloring books should be renamed My Girlfriend Needed Time to Herself. I got one for my girlfriend, because women seem to love being away from me. And I... Uh, I went out to buy her one and there was endless choices. The only kind I couldn't get was a good one. And I wanted to get my girlfriend like a fun, upbeat murder scene coloring book, you know, just different atrocities across history. But she has this weird thing against murder. So I, I settled for a mindfulness one instead. I can't believe people <laughs> think coloring in will make you more mindful based on what children doing it. Cause yeah, cause kids are so centered. Every time I see a child screaming in a supermarket, I think I wish I had his inner cam. His parents look happy. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her the mindfulness coloring book and she really loved it. And then she convinced me I should do it. And I, so I, I tried it. And I have to be honest, after all the shit I said, after about 20 minutes or so, I actually became pretty suicidal. I mean, <laughs> you know, life has lost meaning when you honestly Google how to color in an adult coloring book. I'm not joking. I read colorful articles and I just got more and more confused. I was like, should I use pencils or crayons or, or should I grow up and, uh, and save for my future? Like this mindfulness coloring in was intense. I wanted inner peace. I got PTSD. I was like, I was fucking coloring in a tulip. I felt like I'd been in war. 
my inner voice was like, how are you not enjoying this, John? You vile, worthless cretin. You're a disgrace, a disgrace to the coloring in community. Uh, I'd love to hear my grandmother talking about her adult grandchild. Oh, you're coloring in, John. I would have loved that, but I was busy raising six children alone, running the entire farm after I found your grandfather dead in a field. I'd be like, oh, take it easy, Nana. You're also dead. Rest in peace. Um, she, can't be, she, she won't be told she can. She's literally dead. Um, so I stopped coloring in and I just started smoking heroin. It's just more fun. And it has a lot more colorful characters. Um, anyway, that's about all for me. Thanks for having me, Mike. Love this, Mike. And uh, oh, cheers. Come on, Keith. All new. Excuse me. All new from from the last time I saw you. So tremendous. Why am I doing this? I'm chewing. I'm eating this snack food that's crunchy <laughs> and loud and gets stuck in. Uh, why am I? Doing yeah, this? lots of comments about how fun that is on the YouTube. Are you? <laughs> how many times you go into the? Uh, lots of comments on the YouTube. Well to mock me. More, often, more often than people comment on the YouTube. <laughs> True. You want to talk about a ghost tour? Let's go over to right. our comedy show's YouTube right now. We'll just see apparitions going by. Hey, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Chuck. Mike. You know, hmm. We've got a guy who comes in here almost every week, and he's just hilarious. And Yeah. Cool. I wouldn't say that if he was actually here. I'd be right. Crazy. Since he's but, not here, we'll compliment Ned Rice. Yeah, Ned. Uh, <laughs> I, know Ned from, I know Ned from New York and Los Angeles. He's been so kind to us. You know, oftentimes he's up the hall filming a show and then he just drops in. Yeah, he drops in and gives us a few minutes of his time. But not, uh, tonight, not tonight, though. Tonight, today, uh, he sent the joke to the production assistants. Um, Oh, I'm going to have to get down to that floor and meet those guys. Right, right. Second floor, and you have to visit graphics on the third floor first. Um, Maybe. Potentially. Okay. Mike, no matter what, here's a freshie from the Ned Rice. Okay. Uh, uh, Joe Biden met Queen Elizabeth over the weekend. You know that, right? Uh, uh, yeah. The visit went so well, Mike. How well? How well did it go? Mike, the visit went so well when President Biden said to the Queen... Or the visit went so well, right up until President Biden said to the Queen, you are awesome in the crown. <laughs> That's Ned Rice getting a laugh, and he's not even on the show today. That's how good that guy is. But we won't tell him that next week. Yeah, I, that made me, made me think of uh, that time that I lost my chance to replace to replace David Letterman when he retired from his show. And um, I was doing an audition and they went the whole hog with it. I got, I got all of the Kardashians and Kris Jenner. They were all on the show. I mean, that's big. that was big time. Right. And, uh, you know, I just don't keep up enough on pop culture. So <laughs> when it came time to interview him, I said, so you're the Kardashians. And how do you all know each other? <laughs> and uh, they cut it short they went like this right could, and i was uh, ushered out of the building frog walked to be honest with you but anyway that's, that's right my tragic show business career our next performer <laughs> hasn't even had his tragic career yet so um uh, please uh, give a round of applause to jeffrey burden jeffrey burden <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I got uh, a in my hand, Jeff. Nobody said a thing. <laughs> Nobody clapped. Nobody did nothing. Sorry. I'm, I, I know I introduced, interrupted your first line. It won't be. I had a couple of comments, but they were pretty Tom Snyder. I'm I'm hiding my tears. I'm hiding okay. my tears. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hold that. Hold that. Um. Oh, first of all, thank you, Mike. Give it up for our host, Mike, everybody. Uh, it's, hey! great. it's great, Mike. It's, great. it's a great show. It's a great show. I love it. I, 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 heart of hearts, I'm telling you, this is it's so much fun. Um, you know, at, you know, but you should know I'm going to let you down. I'm the one to bring everybody down tonight. So I just want to <laughs> let you know. It's important to be prepared. Be prepared. Sweet. 
Um, so, where to begin? I am a student of martial arts. Okay. And uh, uh, did everybody else hear that? Because Mike's the only one that said okay. Did everybody else hear me? <laughs> yeah. Um, They're all afraid of you. <laughs> um, I'm a student of martial arts, and I, I, I've been struggling. I've been struggling with the when I go to martial arts, I, I, I make sure I freshen up. You know, I'm coming out of work. I'm a little sweaty, okay, mm -hmm. a little tangy. So I put on the underarm deodorant and my wife's vanilla scent. You know. Um, and I put on her jewelry and the makeup, you know, just, no, I know that's for something else. <laughs> no, sorry. Tangent. Um, I, uh, you know, so I try to smell good, but I get there and the guys there, they smell like they've been there for days. It's crazy. You know, they don't even need to choke me out. It's like, Oh God. All right. You, you win. You, 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 you pin me, you pin me. I'm good. You win. All right. Uh, but I've been struggling. I've, I've been struggling. And the sensei said, maybe you should check out the child's class. Huh. And now I'm ready to smoke an eighth grader, everybody. I'm ready. I'm re or an eight-year-old. Oh, I messed that fucking line up. God damn it. Um, Works either way. Don't worry about it. Take it easy. Sorry. Sorry. That was just me joking around. See, when I'm really serious, it's like, bruh. okay. Um, no. People. I was thinking about how serious basic training was. Uh, I'm always thinking about that, quite honestly. It was a very, very big event in my life. Very, very, very challenging, you know, because they made us iron our underwear, our briefs, our T-shirts, our socks. It was so important, you know, you know, when, and when I'm doing this, I'm like, this is important. I got to be able to do this well to be to serve the, the, the United States of America, you know. They didn't have to worry about this. You know, they, you know, they, you know, you watch the movies about this stuff. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't give a damn about his underwear in the movie Commando, right? <laughs> okay, no, no. Now that Tom Hanks and 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 uh, Matthew can't remember his last name movie would be saving Ryan's privates. Okay, it's very important that the okay, never mind. I all right, I digress with that one. I was awful at it. I was awful at it. Okay, I was an okay shot though. You know, you know, it's like the the, the military training instructors would go, burden. Now he's a good shot, all right, expert shooter, but he is terrible when it comes to ironing his underwear. And we're going after Bin Laden. We're gonna need a dry cleaner. We're gonna need a dry cleaner. <laughs> i have great hearing i can hear a pin drop here we go um <laughs> here we go i i also uh i also uh think that um i've been very heavily inspired by uh, uh film and tv you know i majored in law enforcement and education because of the movie Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop. Uh, I, I love the movie An Officer and a Gentleman so much. I was inspired to bang Deborah Winger. <laughs> only inspired though. I only got to the inspiration part. Um, everybody, you've been lovely. My name's Jeffrey Burton II. Thank you all so much. Oh, good job, man. Good job. Yeah. Cheers. It's, uh... Imagine all the Navy SEALs sitting on that plane going on their way over to get Bin Laden. They look over at some Korean-American lady with four-inch fingernails. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm the dry cleaner. <laughs> it's a great thing. If we kill him, we have to bring him back on Tuesday. Uh, anyway, so when are you ready to pick up the body? Tuesday? All right, I'm, I'm just saying. That's the idea. It's like starch, <laughs> like the most vile, yeah, starch or no starch with your bullet, Mr. Bin Laden. Uh, anyway, that's that's a funny bit. So, Cheers. 
Anyway, that was Jeffrey Burden. And this next guy is someone who I, who I have not seen done, do comedy before, um, but I'm looking forward to it. And he, he was very amusing in the uh, Gladys was so rich section of our pre-show. So please welcome <laughs> to all, Paul Kilmer. Paul Kilmer, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Paul. Come on, how about making some noise for the fucking- All right, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Let's pretend we're an audience for a second. <laughs> No, someone wanted to know about my car's extended warranty in the middle. Of <laughs> <laughs> they did it again. Uh, this is the night for me, and I apologize. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. It's like I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> Almost that way. This might be a bitter. It may not be. Yeah. Uh, um. My name is Paul. I'm a comedy magician, which means you're probably not going to like anything I say. <laughs> <laughs> and other magicians don't like me because I'm funny, but not tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a trick for you. Uh, it looks like this. This is a classic of magic. Don't try this at home. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, uh, it's a dick joke. <laughs> I don't have to write it. Uh, I'm two steps away from being a prop comic, and I don't care. Um, I'm going to try this. Uh, I'm going to let you guys know a little bit about myself. Uh, I wasn't told that uh, I wasn't told I couldn't be family friendly, so I'm not going to be. Um, Good. Yay. I'm just kidding. Anyway, it's a joke. Anyway, so uh, uh, when I was uh, nine, I was diagnosed with autism. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. God, the robocalls are killing him. If you don't laugh at my jokes, you're a bad person. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Everybody in the world has decided to call me right now. <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe all the comments on our YouTube channel. <laughs> so basically, what happens is, is that what I'm going to do is I'm going to just squeeze this Rubik's cube like that, and it solves Whoa. itself. Hello. Hello. <laughs> wow. How did you? Never mind. I know it's crazy. It's like it's a trick. What the? Oh no! I can do it. I, I can do it. Um, <laughs> I just have to put it in this bag. You can use a bag from your favorite store. Uh huh. Um, you could see that this bag, I was able to solve the Rubik's Cube with the bag. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you might be thinking, hey, um, there's just another Rubik's Cube in the bag. And there is. I'm not supposed to tell you that, but I'm not a really. <laughs> <laughs> So basically what happens is all I have to do is turn the bag around and take out my magic wand. <laughs> what happens is, is that some wizards go to Hogwarts. I go to the 7-Eleven School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Because <laughs> my, my parents didn't care what happened to me when I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> All I have to do is wave the wand over and say the magic words non-gonococcal meningitis <laughs> and show you that the Rubik's Cube is solved. <laughs> the way there's another swim gym in here, but I wanted to show you that the bag is empty. That's about my time. I'm going to go and see who all these people called me. <laughs> yeah well what paul doesn't know is that we set a lot of people up and said please call him while <laughs> hey, we've been, been giving out his number all day on the youtube channel what i was talking about i mentioned the name alan funt uh -huh. <laughs> um but be that as it may that was lovely and um, it was funny it was good no, yeah, I know, I know. I want to know what the hell is going on with the Rubik's cube. Where's the one that's not? Oh, where's the one that's not? 
Sorry. <laughs> I hate magic because they always can fool me. They can always fool me. I'm glad you asked how it worked because I wanted to know. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, why that makes you glad I asked because he's not going to tell either of us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know he's what? Better than the better than the last magician. I can't do. Let's not talk about guys that can do things that I can't. He, do. Mike, he was better than the last magician I saw. Oh yeah. Well, what about the last magician you saw? Oh, well, that magician could only make my attention span disappear. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> zing, 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 Mike. Zing, zing, zing. I've worked with you these last two years. I can. I realized uh, how much it is. I'm a magician. <laughs> I'm, hi, I'm a magician because I had no friends as a child. <laughs> I have that magic wand. I used to bore my imaginary friends with magic. <laughs> People are going, not the four coins across again. Jesus Christ. Why couldn't we have been Brad Pitt's imaginary friend? Could have walked over. <laughs> he would have been popular. We could have been his imaginary friend while he's losing his virginity before the prom. But no, here we are. Yes, that's right. The glass just emptied and no water fell out. Uh, yeah, that's great. This is the best imaginary friend job I've ever had. This is, it was either this or Donald Trump though, so I went with the guy with the magic. <laughs> I never regretted it. Anyway, our next performer is new to the show as well, but she was also not only very funny during the Gladys was so rich part, but she won the Gladys was so rich pre-show competition <laughs> and won herself some virtual salad and sponge cake. And what goes better with salad than sponge cake? Am I right? Um, <laughs> but it's all imaginary, you know? So, you know, you just take it out of the picture and apply it directly to your imaginary hips. Please welcome <laughs> Tracy Simon. Tracy Simon! Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Well, Thank guys, you. just to let you know, I am a retired librarian. Hey. Does somebody have the decency to be surprised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I suppose it was only natural I'd become one because I have that kind of vibe. I mean, I could be standing on a train platform with Ken Jennings, Marilyn Vosevant, and Einstein, and they could be holding schedules, and people will still ask me when the next Amtrak is coming through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they expect me to know everything, including who Marilyn Vosevant is. But uh, I really loved my job. But um, as Jean-Paul Sartre, okay, I read a lot, said, yes. hell is other people. And, uh, you know, I like the folks who come in and they expect you to know exactly what, you're, what they're looking for. I don't recall the title, but can you help me find the book? I borrowed last year. It had a yellow cover, a coffee stain on page 42, and the index was missing. That you can remember, <laughs> but not the title. Gosh. Or even better, when they screw up the title. I've been asked for Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> The Adventures of Huckleberry Hound. Um, <laughs> the Oranges and the Peaches by Charles Darwin. Um, the Autobiography of Malcolm X. You'll get that at <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. Uh, and the erotic occult favorite, The Satanic Nurses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, a guy once stopped by my desk and asked if I could help him find sex in the city. I told him no, but I can show him a good time on Long Island. <laughs> but uh, some people are completely unredeemable. Uh, young lady, can you help me find Consumer Reports? Well, which one? The issue with the souvs in it. I want to buy a souv. Souv? Yeah, it's a souv. A used Buick souv. <laughs> An SUV, right? <laughs> I know how to spell it, you idiot. Now get me the magazine. <laughs> you know? And not everyone is bad. I mean, we have our moments too. You know, sometimes we forget the follow-up questions. A young woman with a heavy accent once came in and asked for a book on Arabics. So I got her books on the Arab language. No, no, I want Arabics. So 
So I got her a book on Saudi Arabia. No, Arabics. And then she proceeds to do jumping jacks in front of my desk. <laughs> Aerobics, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, what librarians hate most is when people think we're babysitters. The people who drop off their kids in the library are the same ones that think when they take their kids to a matinee, an R-rated movie automatically becomes PG. Yeah. So uh, one afternoon, some two kids were in the place and they were busting it up like thing one and thing two. And no responsible adult could be found. Or maybe they didn't, I mean, didn't want to be. You know, so I was about to call the police when I hear somebody yell, Jada, Alexis, get over here. And the monsters run over this guy who was wearing a softball uniform and holding a Starbucks Fenty. And I said, Kurt, you know, kid, sir, your kids busted up the place. You know, I'm afraid we can't have them here again. So he looks lovingly at his darlings. Now, where the hell am I supposed to leave you? <laughs> yeah, it must have been his weekend with them. So then he gives me his death <laughs> stare, <laughs> you know, which is deflected by my Kevlar cardigan. Hello. You know, <laughs> get to that. And I said, look, sir, let me read you our unattended child policy. You can leave them in Times Square. You can leave them in Zaire. Leave them in Pittsburgh. I don't care, but never ever leave them here. <laughs> you know, so wait, wait, now wait. I pay my taxes, which pays for this library. I should be able to leave my kids here. Uh, sir, do you pay taxes for sanitation too? Oh, yeah. Then leave them at the dump. Tracy Simon, that's my time. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> wow, everybody's so timely tonight. Um, great job, by the way. Um, Thank you. Who knew? You know, I kind of feel bad about staring through every uh, librarian I ever saw in my life, like they were inhuman, just creatures, like automatons or something. I mean, not you, of course. <laughs> but um, now that I see how much full of life you are. Um, <laughs> Tracy, I like the little Dr. Seuss thing too, especially. Um, so, um, all right, well, we've had um, a lovely show so far and uh, I, I, I like to bring it down and lull a little bit in between acts from time to time. And it's a good thing that I did it this time because the next guy up is gonna be just so awesome. You guys won't even be able to believe it. Um, you know, I'm just going to bring him on. I'm not even going to go for the cheap shots, the easy shots, all that stuff. Um, I, it's good to see that he, recent, he recently moved to Kentucky, and um, it's good to see that a lot of the same pictures that were on his wall when he lived um, in Denver now are on his wall in Kentucky, which is great. It's funny, when the system moves you from one prison to another, they let you take some stuff with you, apparently. I didn't know that. Anyway, please welcome, if you will, Jake Hovis. Jake Hovis. Hey, yeah, yes. Nice. All right. Uh, I guess Paul dipped out. My goodness. Uh, he's a surprising guy. Surprising that he has friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, I, my wife recently got me a gift, a uh, couple's massage. And I'm like, that's a weird gift, right? It's like, here's something for us. <laughs> This is for, you know, uh, it's like me giving her tickets to the Super Bowl or or buying her a sheet cake. We both know who it's for. <laughs> but uh, she's like, no, 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 no. This is for you. Uh, I think it'll take two people. Uh, <laughs> And uh, sure enough, I'm there on the table, and they're rubbing me down like an orca, like an orca that they're trying to keep moist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you know, killer whale, fantastic. My sister is ugly. Uh, oh, a very ugly sister. Uh, she looks a lot like me. Uh, smaller boobs, uh, shorter beard, but a lot like me. Uh, to put it this way, I mean, 
She's the kind of gal who, uh, in high school, she played shot put. Uh, that's a big, beefy gal. She was a, a tuba player. Uh, uh, she's uh, She's been mistaken for all sorts of things. She's got hit with a tranquilizer dart uh, on three <laughs> different occasions. <laughs> she looks like a buffalo, uh, is what I'm saying. Um, I don't have a sister. Uh, I'm gonna level with you guys, and uh, <laughs> I don't have a sister. My uh, my sister told me to say that, so um, <laughs> now you don't know what to think. Uh, she's ugly. <laughs> um, I'm married, which just means I'm constantly texting about groceries. <laughs> Do we have enough groceries? What's the date on the groceries? Do we need to pick up groceries? I'm at the store. What groceries do you need? That's my life. Uh, oh, hey, uh, I'm not going to brag for a little bit here. Uh, I go pee-pee without unbuckling. <laughs> I, I, I mean, a lot of people go over the over the fence, you know. I don't. I, I, I zip, unbutton, through the wall. That's my game plan. Uh, that's how I breach the, uh, I don't know, castle, whatever. <laughs> cross the moat. Cross, that's, how I, that's how I cross the moat. What I'm saying is I'm a bit of a whiz. Boom. Oh, no. Oh. Boom. We're doing it. Bringing the thunder. Fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, I was recently trying to get a better look at something. So I did this. That's it. That's the whole joke. Okay. Uh, I don't like it either. We're going to be done with that one. Uh, you know, I don't want to be controversial, but I can't help it sometimes. I love circus peanuts. You know, the orange peanut-shaped pieces of plastic that are just barely edible. I love them. Uh, one time, my dad made uh, a circus peanut casserole with with basically just circus peanuts and Jello. It's like, hey, oh. what will make circus peanuts better? How about some gelatin? How about some boiled hooves to make this <laughs> circus peanut concoction really pop? And I was like, he's on to something. He is on to something. <laughs> I have gone to the uh, the pharmacy. Apparently, pharmacies are the only stores that carry circus peanuts. Maybe a coincidence. (laughs) 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 Gotta get your heart medicine. (laughs) I have gone to the pharmacy for Walgreens or CVS or whatever and bought out the store of circus peanuts. (laughs) Just all five of them, you know, that's, that's for me. Um... And I don't mind because it's, you know, they don't go bad. They're not food. They can't spoil. <laughs> it's like saying, do these are these crocs gonna spoil? No, they're not gonna it's not, it's not possible. I mean, crocs are more sturdy. Oh my goodness. Uh, I went to the doctor and I had a doctor's appointment, went to the doctor, and the doctor says, Hey, uh, you don't have diabetes. I mean, you don't have diabetes. You just kind of kept going on. And I'm like, I didn't ask. <laughs> I, I'm here for an eye exam. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like that really happened. I went to the, the eye doctor. Apparently there are these veins in the back of your eyeballs that can show precursors to diabetes. I'm like, hey, man, why are you telling me this? Uh, he's like, you're holding two Slurpees. <laughs> and you you brought in five bags of circus peanuts, so. I thought you might want to know. You might be interested. I think that's five minutes. Mike turned his light off or his face off, so maybe it wasn't. I got a lot more jokes. Well, my, I turned my face off, but no, you should keep going. Okay. First of all, you haven't done five minutes. Second, okay. 
Second, um, we're all enjoying you. Well, oh, well, fun, fun. All but, all but one of us is enjoying. You. Yeah, yeah, Paul, that jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he tells his jokes and then he disappears. He is a musician. Yeah. Oh, oh man. If he's a real magician. He would have disappeared first. That's hey, right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, I proposed at the airport. Uh, that's true. <laughs> most romantic place on the world hey uh planes flying in you know smell of disinfectant in the air it's a beautiful place uh and the the crazy thing this is totally true by the way i proposed at dia uh and uh, dia you know the, they take the little trains in they shove everybody in the little trains where everybody gets sweaty and agitated and then they they all, the train gets out and they all go up the escalator and they get funneled into the whole area. Well, I'm standing there with a sign that says Laura's name and like, will you marry me? I'm, I'm on, on like a big sign, right? And so I've gathered a bit of a crowd excited to watch the proposal. And the, uh, so the, the crowds keep coming off the, 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 the train just waves of people, but then like a little lull and then another wave of people. And it is like six or seven waves. And everybody's like, this guy's not actually know, knows anybody on this train, right? I mean, <laughs> they're all losing faith quite a bit. Uh, he, <laughs> and they are, they, you know, there's a lot of murmuring going on. Uh, then one, one wave comes up. Now, something about Laura. Uh, she is Easy to lose in a crowd. I, not so much. <laughs> in a crowd, I would be what you would call a landmark. <laughs> when I graduated uh, college, we were in a, a crowd of thousands of people. And I heard people on the phone, look for the big guy. I'm too away from the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> So she sees me way before I see her. She's wearing a hat. Literally, I've been married now 10 years. Never seen her in a hat. Not one time has she worn a hat in the entire time I've known her. She gets all the way up to me before I notice her. She's like touching my belly before I even, like, everybody's in the crowd thinking, this guy doesn't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she said no. Oh, no, it's not true. That's not true. I didn't know how to finish the joke. That was a new joke. Uh, it's not even a joke. It's just a real story. I thought you guys might get a kick out of it. My sister is ugly. All right, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm so sorry. I couldn't control it. Um, I'm, allergic to, I'm allergic to circus peanuts. I'm sorry. Sue me. Oh, uh, Laura, Laura, Laura. She comes all the way up to you with a black magic marker. Just like, yeah. No on the car. No. <laughs> puts the cap back on, throws it like a bouquet. In the oh, oh here, here, here. I, I, get, I, I get down on one knee and look her in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she's short. She's tall, she's but she yeah. rode a chihuahua off the plane. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's not a big woman, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, they have this guy. You can't see this because if you're not taking satellite photos, you can't see. <laughs> but they have my hand got. I know I've said this before. It's not funny to anybody but me, but it is funny to me. And it's my show, so fuck you. Um, not you, and personally, but I'm just saying. It's uh, they have miniature dachshunds, and they look like mice crawling around on him when he <laughs> this hand. He's he's a big guy, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, after after Laura uh, accepted my proposal, I put her in a baby Bjorn, and we went to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tag oh, that that was a show. That was the performance of Jake Hovis. Yeah. That was probably the performance of Jake Hovis's life. No, it was not. I've seen him. 
He's wonderful every time. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Hallmark movie titles. We have a little thing called the Round Robin or Round Round Robin. Chuck, maybe you'd like to introduce this. Thank you, Mike. Uh, the Round Robin is a popular new feature brought to you by Round Round Robin Real Estate, known for plus size sales figures. Um, the topic today is Hallmark movie titles. If you have a funny Hallmark movie title, you just shout it out. Uh, I wrote. I don't know if Paula Maddox is still here, but I hope folks know that she's starring in Paula and the Prosecutor now <laughs> on the Hallmark movie channel. <laughs> It's going to be right after Flag Day Miracle. Oh, yeah. God, I love that one. I, well, not, I, actually, I haven't seen the original yet, but I've seen um, Flag Day Miracle 2, two, 3, and 4. Right. I'm going to try to end this show early so I can watch T-Boned in my tea garden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you got to catch uh, Jake's sister and the blind man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, they're called lead by example i'm not sure of the title <laughs> murder on the orient cake shop <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the elevator girl and and the underneath the title it says she frequent she frequently goes up but always goes down hello hello well, Charlie Brown and the gang uh, do some acrobats. A Christmas whore. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, Tracy minute, and then Jake. Okay, Tracy. And then wait, Tracy, yeah, my, I want to hear yours. Yeah, my favorite was the holiday classic, The Christmas Whore. So, uh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> prostitute returns to her hometown only to find her soulmate in a bales bondman. So, uh, right. <laughs> oh, that's just. Oh, Julia Roberts was so good in that one. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a bail bondsman. I like the way she goes against type. She, you know, she's not willing. She's willing to take risks. Um, Jacob so, is that one. Yeah, Charlie Brown and the gang learn juggling and acrobatics on this summer circus peanuts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Only available at CVS and Walgreens. <laughs> uh. You can get it at the Red Box out in front. Right? Bruce Lipsky's got one, I think. Uh, I was just interested. It's a very famous movie that I never saw before. Animals of the State. Oh, man. <laughs> You're going to want to watch The Gardener's Weed right before that. <laughs> uh, that movie kales. <laughs> it, it kales in comparison. <laughs> right. I can't wait to see Billy Ray Cyrus in a country wedding. <laughs> I saw uh, I, this is a movie that uh, Jake's wife was actually in it's called Laura and the Lumberjack of Notre Dame Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah I saw I just saw Lord of the Rings yeah <laughs> you guys should check out my uh, Hallmark movie uh, it's called Girth of a Nation oh, oh my god geez. That's on the widescreen, right? Right. <laughs> on two widescreens. It's a letterbox of chocolates. <laughs> Whitner Sampler of Horror. <laughs> woman owns a advertising executive, uh, has to go back to help her mother who is recuperating from a stroke. So she opens up a little candy shop. And the guy who sells the uh, ingredients turns out to be a serial killer. He doesn't kill people. He just makes a mess of the cereal aisle and every place. He got arrested for spooning everybody. That's absolutely correct. Absolutely. Um, he was magically delicious, though. That was the amazing thing about it. Right. The whole plot is flaky. <laughs> Speaking of magically delicious, uh, in the Hallmark Late Night Pride series, Lance Bass stars in The Pool Boys Ahoy. <laughs> that ship always comes in. <laughs> That's not the only thing that comes. All right. Um, <laughs> Mike, I mean, does anybody uh, final Hallmark movie titles? 
Other than well, I, think, I think we're good with uh, Sailor <laughs> Sailor B. What is it? Sailor B. Bear. Well, feel free to. I've take got one. Oh, oh yeah. who's got yeah. one? Who's got one? I've got one. Oh, Steel magnolias. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I wanted to play a little bit. Still okay, uh, I was gonna let you pick anything on this board, but uh, I guess based on that one, you can't have the enjoy the little things. Uh, <laughs> but feel free to take the Scrabble letters or the heart. But everybody enjoy our virtual prizes. You can select from any of those on screen. Or look at that! Look at that, Mike. Everyone's gonna get a delicious salad. Time. All right. That just makes me feel good. Um, Mike, we should do some quick plugs, and I think we have a few comedians left. If not, it's just we have Bruce Lipsky for sure. Um, you uh, support Magic Moments. Uh, do you want to tell the kids a little bit about it briefly, yeah. and then I'll talk about Elevating Connections, and we'll then we'll do some plugs. There's a theater company in Denver that is special needs friendly, has large cast production every year. Of, that's a musical. All of the musical comes from ASCAP and all the music comes from ASCAP and BMI uh, registered songs. So if you go to this thing, you know that you will recognize all the music in the show. We repurpose the lyrics for the show for the uh, purpose of the uh, musical review that we're writing. And I help write it every year with a bunch of other people from there. Um, they've been closed because of the pandemic. It pandemic hit us uh, a week before the show was supposed to open last year. And because of the pandemic continued into this year, we won't be able to do the show until at least later this year. And probably they'll roll it over until next spring break. In the meantime, however, as you can see from the thing, it is special needs friendly and the large cast productions of 150 to 200 people usually have between 30 and 50 people with special needs ranging from you probably wouldn't notice immediately to uh, very, very seriously impacted. And, and they always find a meaningful role in the show, a uh, part to play in the show for everybody, including those people with special needs. And um, um, Elevating Connections is uh, something that's very near to Chuck's heart, so I'll let him talk about that. Oh, thanks, Mike. Elevating Connections provides programs for youth who are separated from their siblings by foster care. Uh, we work with them. To, we donate 10% of our private event fees to Elevating Connections, as well as 10% of our box office. Uh, so they can put on things like writing workshops and comedy workshops. And at my day job at the Community College of Denver, we've been collaborating to help uh, find ways for the young people to do career exploration. Uh, turns out youth in foster care graduate uh, only about 25%, I believe, graduate from high school. Uh, homeless youth, it's at a 50% rate here in Colorado. So kids in foster care obviously have some real challenges and we're doing our best to uh, try and support, offer some cool programs and get them into school. Uh, fun shows coming up, Mike, uh, July 24th uh, at uh, Factotum. Dear Comics, the bar is doing a live pass podcast recording, and it's going to be a fundraiser for Elevated Connections. Uh, we should give you next week's Make Gladys Laugh topic. We had a lot of fun, everybody. Thanks for joining us before the show on Make Gladys Laugh. Uh, if you'd like to come back next week, the topic is your grandpa is so hot. Um, so... <laughs> Tune in next week just before the show, and we'll do some Your Grandpa's So Hot Jokes. And the Round Robin theme is going to be Grandpa Jokes. It's Father's Day, so let's talk about grandpas, right? Um, you're listening on Spotify, and that's because we broadcast to Anchor FM. You can go to anchorfm.com/chuckroy, chuck-roy, to get our podcast or the link to the Spotify or whatnot. Mike, uh, we have listeners. Uh, uh, all of our listeners so far are over 60. Years that old. Feels good. That, that feels good. Yeah, I guess we, we just we have uh, fun. Still got it. Yeah. Now, uh, Mike, if a link tree falls in the woods, does anybody laugh at it? That is a question. Uh, follow our link tree. It's uh, link tree uh, slash Colorado comedy. And then don't forget to bam subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I think that's it for ads, Mike. We did a good job. Thanks for uh, letting me get that in there. You're very welcome. And I want to give a special thank you to our next performer who was so patient in letting us do all of those things. 
Um, I'd like to, but he was probably just seething, going, come on, snap it up, snap it up. It's time for me to be on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Because that's how comics are. I told you, we didn't care how you're doing when we ask you how you're doing. Um, all, we, all we know is we're in a business where we get a microphone, you don't get to talk. That's the beauty of it. So uh, Bruce is wonderful. And, you know, I'm, not, I'm just going to leave it at that. He's wonderful. You'll love it. Please welcome Bruce Lips. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be in my soundproof studio, so it doesn't matter. It's all okay. All good. <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake was reminding me of the story. I wasn't going to talk about this tonight. He was talking about his sister in high school. I went to high school in the 19, early 1970s. I, I, I lived in New York City. I went to a high school called Bayside High. And we had a requirement in our gym class to take swim class. And so I got to the swim class. And I asked my teacher, I said, teacher, where's my Speedo? He looked at me and said, Speedo, how about speed? No, this is a naked swim class. I said, naked swim class? He said, yeah, your birthday suit is your bathing suit. Uh, right. And I said, I hope you don't eat watch out. But imagine being among all your classmates having to do forced skinny dipping. All right. I barely had eyebrows at age 13. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> little did I, little did I realize that I'd be auditioning for that show, Naked and Afraid. And believe me, I was naked and very afraid. <laughs> and during the class, we played water polo. This is true. And I'd be out in the corner of the pool, and the teacher would be yelling, "Hey, Bruce, protect your nets! Protect your nets!" I'd yell back to hell, "I'm trying to protect my nuts." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this class, actually, you know, I learned to be an excellent one-handed swimmer. And in competitions, I always held my own, that's for sure. <laughs> but the neat thing about this class, it gave me a lot of confidence with the ladies. It really did. Once I perfected the breaststroke behind the bleachers with Mary Lou Zabrinsky. <laughs> but now fast forward, I just turned 65 years old. Yeah, 65. It's a scary thought. I looked in the mirror. I looked like a rusted old Buick. This body is totally shot, out of alignment. My rear end is making funny sounds. My hoses are starting to leak. My ball joints have all dried up. Yes. I said, uh-oh, I better get Mako. Mako says, oh, no, you better get Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> and I told my doctor, I'm having a tough time in the morning. Nothing's working for me. The only thing that starts up regularly in the morning is my wife. Always <laughs> arguing. My house, if I had a leak, I used to call my plumber. Now I call my urologist, <laughs> and he's 50 bucks cheaper. <laughs> Tracy and I were about the same age. I remember we used to go to Studio 54, get on the dance floor and go bust the move. I'm afraid to take my wife dancing now. <laughs> I may bust the hip. <laughs> and I'm starting to forget things. I swear my full mattress has a better memory than I do. <laughs> I'm at the stage in my life where I change the batteries in my nose hair trimmer more often than I do in my TV remote. And during COVID, I binge-watched a lot of TV. <laughs> but back in the day, I was actually a camera buff. I really into photography. I used to do a lot of developing a film with my Polaroid. Now that I'm 64, the only thing I'm developing are hemorrhoids. Hello. <laughs> and I've gone from Vitalis to Cialis. <laughs> That's how old I am. But you know, when you get to a certain age, you got to stay in shape. So I, I started an exercise program, but I only exercise late at night between the hours of three and five in the morning. I run sprints from the bedroom to the bathroom. My wife calls it my fleet of pee. I guess the good news is I got my time down under six seconds, but I can only hold my pee for 4.2. <laughs> But my wife is a fitness nut. She takes goat yoga. She finds it very therapeutic and relaxing, especially when the goat jumps on the back and licks her ears. I said, wait a second. How come when I tried that last week, you slapped me and threw me out of the bedroom? And now you're paying a goat to do it. She said, well, he's got great technique and fresher breath. <laughs> if I asked, there a lot of kids in the class? She says, no, they only use adult goats. <laughs> And during this whole pandemic, my wife has become obsessed with buying on Amazon. The packages are nonstop. We get so many packages, they just resolve my front porch as a loading dock. 
<laughs> boxes are stacked to the roof. I'm afraid to pull anything out. It's like I'm playing a game of Jenga for Giants. <laughs> and I'm constantly going from the front porch to the living room to the second floor. She calls me her personal delivery month. Her Amazon primate. <laughs> then she says, Bruce, what do you want for your birthday? I want to get you something special. So how about a forklift? <laughs> and I'm really worried about my wife. I saw her the other day painting in the driveway, big letters that said reserve for UPS. I thought maybe she'd have an affair with the UPS guy because she's always bragging about how big his package is. <laughs> and now she only insists on backdoor delivery. <laughs> I know what Brown's doing for her, but what's he doing for me? <laughs> and now she's into fantasy role play. She has me wear brown shorts, construction boots, and carry a clipboard. So any time I want to have sex, I got a sign for it. <laughs> this is making my family life miserable. The only smiles in my house now are the ones on the cardboard boxes. <laughs> but we do have a great relationship. We really love doing things together. Broadway shows, nice dinners, the UPS guy. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you very, very yeah. much. Um, Bruce Lipsky, told you. <laughs> told you. So, um, anybody else feel a little uh, nervous having a librarian in the audience? I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> At least she didn't tell anybody to shush during their act. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tracy, it was great having you here. I want to thank all the thank comics, uh, except some of them left. So the hell with them. And uh, I realized that you know other people have lives, but so do I, man. So do I. And I stuck around for the whole show. So um, anyway. Tracy, great. I, I thank uh, thank you, <laughs> Paul. Except he's gone. Uh, he did a, his own disappearing act. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Jeffrey Burton had to leave. And John O'Keefe lives in Ireland, so um, he's probably making a bomb. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that is our little show for this evening, is it not, Chuck? I believe that's the show, Mike. Uh, the hot show. We're gonna. You know what? Small but mighty. It right. Good. And uh, we usually hang out for a little while after the show and just chat about whatever we want to chat about. If you feel like doing that, that's great. If not, then that's great. Oh, too. we need to take a silly photo. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, guns to the left or right, everybody. Uh, one, <laughs> two, three. Perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, Jake. You just split it right down the middle. I like that. No sides. Got my six yeah. He's like, uh, that affects ticket sales, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say goodbye, YouTube, and then folks are welcome to hang out. Yeah. So Bye, YouTube.